This is Michael from Theme Park Brothers, and I would like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel. At Theme Park Brothers, we take you with us as we visit the Disney parks, Universal Orlando, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, and many other theme parks around the country. This summer, we took our viewers with us as we visited Canada for the first time. It brings us joy to share our experiences in hopes that it will inspire you and your family to get out and enjoy the parks. Our videos share our experiences in different ways. Some are walkthroughs with ambient sounds. In other episodes, we dive deep and have discussion. There is sure to be something for you at Theme Park Brothers. Head over and hit that subscribe button. Catch you on the flippity flop. Hello, welcome to the Dub D Dub Review, and I'm your host Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-host Peter Panacorvo. Peter, how are you? I'm hungry. He's hungry. Very good, Peter. We're joined. <laughs> I don't even want to respond to that, Peter. We're joined by our guest today, Tamara Spidel. Are you hungry, Tamara? No, I'm perfectly satiated. I've just finished my dinner. What did you have Rub for it in? Rub it in. Rub it in. What'd you have for dinner tonight, Tamara? Uh, we had veggie burgers and curly fries. Nice. Oh, so you didn't really eat. Easy yeah. now. Easy. You now. had a salad on a bun. That's that's not. Alright, so we should probably get everyone up to speed. So Pete just came from picking up dinner for Missy, right, Pete? And you had some frustration. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh yeah, that's that's being polite about it, I guess. <laughs> okay. We had some frustration. So let's get off that. I got a question for you. When this show is released, on the day it's released, we're going to be in November. When is an appropriate time to decorate for Christmas? That's my big question for to start us off today. Would it be November 1st? Is it November 15th? Is it Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving? When do you put up the decorations, Tamara, for Christmas? We have a long-standing tradition in our family. We put them up the day after Thanksgiving. So from November 1st, do you have Thanksgiving decorations? No, we have, uh, like, for, like, fall. So, you know, it's all about, like, harvest. We have that, and we put that up as Halloween and Thanksgiving, and we just remove the jack-o'-lanterns and the, like, Halloween-specific stuff after Halloween. Okay, so I'm going to be hypercritical of both you guys, because, Peter, when do you put your Christmas decorations up? Do you have Christmas decorations, I should say? Uh, I have Christmas decorations. Okay. Um, Let's see. Back in Chicago, it would be dependent on the weather. Okay. Like, if it was after... Halloween and we had decent weather I was out trying to get the decorations up because I didn't want to do it in the middle of a snowstorm or an ice storm or good man when it's like six degrees outside down here I'm not sure when I'm going to do it yet to be completely honest so I'm going to actually play off that point good man so you're in Florida I imagine it would never feel like Christmas because it never actually feels like Christmas Tamara's got fall decorations, and she's talking about snow days already, and she currently has snow in Denver. So they've just warped right through autumn. They've gone right to winter right now. Don't you have some snow, like, 
coming this coming. Oh, week, it's it's happening. Apparently, Chris, it's happening. No, right no, now. no, no. Tamara, how much do you have by you? Uh, we might have. I don't know. It's not really. It wasn't sticking to the roads earlier. Um, but on the grassy areas and stuff, I would say uh, we probably have an inch or so. We're supposed to get. We'll see. But we're supposed to get four to seven inches. Peter, how much snow you have on the ground by you? Um. <laughs> I had to move some palm fronds that fell in the rainstorm <laughs> earlier. Palm palm fronds everywhere. Yeah. Then they turn brown in the street, and you got to shovel them out, right, Pete? Because the cars slush everything. Terrible. All yeah. right. So we are here today because we have a trip report from you. Correct, Tamara. That is correct. All right. So this is kind of like a repeat trip. You've done this before, minus your sister this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what happened sad. with that? I was looking forward to seeing her, too. (laughs) Me, too. She was working, unfortunately, and she couldn't get away. Boo. I know. Okay, so let's just just dive. Hang on. Before we dive into it, Tamara, I want to check my phone here briefly. I want to check the fantasy football scores for today, if you don't mind. No. Come on. If you don't mind. Hang on. It was a No. I think she minds. Well, she does. I mind. Why? Because we're playing against each other right now, and last I checked... You're beating me. It is 158 to 95.3. What's going on? Anyways, on with our show. Let's get Somebody has the uh, the Atlanta Falcons offense. Let's get in with the show today. Tamara, take us. So, when did you guys go? So, we left on early Sunday morning, um, October 13th. Okay. Like, we got to the airport at like. 4.30? Oh, good heavens. This is, you're, yeah. you're an early morning, I got to get out of Dodge as soon as possible to get down to Florida type person? Well, that and um, I worked for the airlines for a while, um, and I learned that that's really the best time to get out is in the morning because you, A, have a much smaller chance of delays um, due to a late incoming flight, and then also you have a much smaller chance of delays due to like weather. Okay. And if you get bumped, you're going to get, you're the first one to kind of get re put back on a plane. Is, is, is that true? I imagine. Uh, no. Yes. I would think so. It's so far, knock on wood, I haven't been bumped. So well, I don't you'd have the most opportunities yeah. to get put right. on another flight at least. Cause you've got every other flight of the day in front of them. So correct. I guess that's what I was looking to say, but of course my, yeah. <laughs> my language skills have failed again. Um, <laughs> Very good. Okay, so if you had a choice, though, would you fly out early anyways? Are you an early person? Yes. Okay, very good. So we're down in Florida. You're on the 13th. And how long did this last? Was this a few days or longer? It was almost a week. So we got in early uh, that Sunday morning, and then we left uh, Saturday, the following Saturday in the evening. Okay. Who went? So it was my daughter and my mom okay. and me. But usually it and is. me. Well, you were yes, there, but you were already there. You were there, Pete. Yeah, I just had a different flight. That's all. <laughs> all right. So it was is it much earlier? <laughs> is this usually just like a girls' trip with your sister, or or what's the reason for this? So we have a fall break um, during October, and so we've it's sort of evolved into this tradition to go down for food and wine. And my sister lives in now she lives in Fort Lauderdale. And so we usually meet up and all the girls, we just kind of go together and get our uh, Disney nerd on. Very cool. Pete, did you ever have a fall break when you were going to school? 
Uh, yeah, it was called The Weekend. Yeah. What is this sorcery they actually weave in Denver to get a fall break? We don't know. We don't know what this is. I know. It's crazy. I didn't get one growing up um, as a kid, so I don't know when they started having them, but it's awesome. Well, yeah, but you're not turning it down, right? No, Heck no. <laughs> think about the opportunities. And you were telling me, Tamara, that it used to be two weeks. Now it's just one week, correct? Yes. Think about like the awesome off-pricing you could get at like theme parks, resorts, anywhere. No one's going on vacation in the middle, early part of uh, October. You know what is? Um, I would beg to differ with that. Is, is that when we were well, when we were in school? I imagine that was really a dead time. You know, it's changed. Yeah. It's changed now. You know, obviously. Yeah. But. Okay, so give us details. So you you're you're flying into Orlando International, and where are you staying? Uh, we stayed at the Port Orleans French Quarter this time, which is a first for us. We haven't stayed there before. Okay, cool. So I'll let you run with it. You landed, you're there at a crazy early time, and you're on your way to Port Orleans. So yeah, go ahead. We, um, and we actually, for the first time ever, also did not take the Magical Express. Um, we paid for a uh, like a car service and got and it was amazing. Because the gentleman, you know, met us down in the baggage claim with the sign with our name on it. And then he he grabbed our luggage, loaded it into his big SUV, and drove us right to the hotel. So it was so much faster. And we had our luggage ready to go so we could change. Because, you know, when we left here, it was like, I don't know, 40 degrees maybe. And, you know, we got to Orlando, and it's in the 80s and humid and lovely. Okay. Cool. So you, you, you got... <laughs> Why am I thinking of this scene from Dumb and Dumber right now? But anyway, never mind. I'm just going to leave that alone. Very good. You got your limousine driver and you're on your way to the French Quarter. Uh, so did you get to check in or did they just hold your luggage? Uh, we did actually get to check in. They had a room for us. I had originally requested a room on the top floor through um, touringplans.com. I have one of their subscriptions and you can fill out like a room request for a specific type of an actually specific room, um, but it, that whole building wasn't even available, and so we didn't get top floor, but we got second floor, and it was fine. So we got checked in, and we had probably the chattiest cast member checking us in, so she took quite a while. My mom, I thought, was going to lose it, because she's like, we're on vacation, stop talking to us, we want to go play. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What time of the morning is this? Uh, let's see. Our flight got in at 11, so it was probably around noon. Oh, that's a steal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When was the latest, Peter, when was the latest you've ever been checked into a hotel? Like a Disney resort? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've about, well, I guess that night that you and I stayed at Oki West after we drove down here. After we drove down. Yeah, but like, like, uh, like, but that was like four or five o'clock in the afternoon, right? And that was kind of on our own account because we, yeah, were, that was our own fault, not, not anything else. Um, flight wise, I think I've always been checked in by like, I want to say 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Really? Because I always took the, I always took the first morning flight I could. Man, Stacy, uh, Stacy, Tamara, how about you? When you got down there and you try to check in, did they delay you at all? When was the latest you were allowed into your room? I guess that's probably the more appropriate question is when was the latest you could get into the room? Gosh, I think, I think we've had a couple of times, um, like I think the first couple of times when my husband came with us and we were staying at the All-Stars, um, 
I want to say it was much later, probably closer to that three o'clock. Man, you guys are still lucky. I I once checked into the Grand Californian and it was like seven o'clock in the evening, with like 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 no apologies or anything. I'm wow. not. Yeah, you're trying to enjoy your first trip to Disneyland, and I remember Beatrice was sick. It was just like get me into my room. <laughs> you know, I'm so stressed yeah. out right now. So, okay, cool. So you're checked in early, and what are you doing? Take us on your uh, vacation. So I have an annual pass and it was going to expire the next day. So I needed to renew that. So I think initially we thought we were going to go to Epcot and then take the monorail over to Magic Kingdom. I think we had like, uh, we had our first fast pass was like for maybe 2.30 or 3. I can't remember now. And that was in the Magic Kingdom. And so we ended up skipping Epcot and just heading to Magic Kingdom and, um, it was, um, we got there right after the uh, Festival Fantasy Parade let out. So the crowds, it was really kind of nice, actually, because everybody was coming out. Um, but I had to wait in line at guest relations first because I wanted to just get that out of the way, renewing my pass. And so my mom and Sarah, my daughter, they went in, they went in ahead of me. And I was like, I'll meet up with you because the line at guest relations was a little bit, a little bit long. Did you tell them that you know Pete Panacorvo and Chris Malik? Yeah, they sent her to the back of the line. Exactly. They were like, oh, you know them? You get a slow pass. I know you've heard of Fast Pass. This is a slow pass. We aren't going to even renew your pass. <laughs> what? What? Can you do that legally? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. So how long did that line take you then to get your uh, pass renewed? Ooh, I want to say close to... 20 or 30 minutes and it was hot <laughs> okay well so so kind of karma kind of worked against you there for a little bit after some good karma in the morning you know getting, yes. getting your room early cool yeah. all right so take us through the day what'd you do so we basically just kind of um we had a um we had a dining reservation at skipper canteen which was something that we'd never done before and uh, my daughter um within the past calendar year has decided she uh, would like to be vegetarian which added an interesting layer to this trip but um, so we actually they had they had some pretty good options for her at Skipper Canteen so we went there and um, had an amazing skipper who served us and um, it was it was a really good dinner I highly recommend it cool you now <laughs> boy talk about taking things out of context Tell your daughter that she needs to talk to me and I could help guide her through the ways of what you could eat, what you can't, and what will give you an upset belly terribly if you eat too much. <laughs> so I could help the young woman at least avoid unpleasant, uncomfortable stomach experiences. So Well, so. we will keep that in mind. Keep, keep me in mind there. Very good. <laughs> yeah. I, I looked at Skipper's Canteen before and they do have a few vegetarian options. You know, the first things are obviously chicken and fish and whatnot, but they did have a few things that were like tofu and uh, tofu and like plant-based. So Yeah, I don't even remember what she got now, but it was good. Cool. There's <laughs> a huge initiative on Walt Disney World. I know you probably heard the show from a few weeks ago where the plant-based options now are it used to be isolated and random and not very good, and now it's, like, super mainstream. I'd be surprised if you didn't find it almost anywhere you went on property. Yeah, it's it was very noticeable, the increased amount of plant-based options. It was really great. Cool. What was the highlight yeah. of the day for you? Oh, well, so we're walking through Tomorrowland, and we see this, like, 
dude, super tall, like <laughs> it's Pete. Pete met up with us <laughs> tomorrow, land, <laughs> so that was awesome. Pete's looking for quarters, and you're like, "Hey, I know you. I've seen you before." Hey, I that guy. <laughs> hey, I had to try to pay for my pass again. So, you know. <laughs> fish in your hand to the water. Got one. All right, very good. Uh, sporting your dub shirt, I saw too. Yes, sir. Yeah, I did. Right, you were wearing your dub shirt too, Pete. No, um, actually, we no. Not. I worn it the night before when I went to renew my pass. Actually, awesome. Awesome. So at least two people in Florida were in their dub shirts. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> Solid. Hey, how how did you that photo pass picture you took? So that's that's new. I, I've seen it on a bunch of people, but how do they prep you for that? Is there a photographer that says, All right, just stand here, look in this direction, and they zoom in from far away, or how does that work? Yeah, so if you don't know that it's there, you will totally miss it. Um I mean we were there were three families in line. We were like family number two. Like if it's just, you're walking through the hub and there is a cast member with an iPad and um, there's some tape on the ground to make sure that people stand behind the line so that the next group isn't in your photo when, when they take it. And he basically, um, you know, he's kind of says, Hey, do you see these hanging flowers over here on the section above, um, above the Plaza restaurant? And he's like, okay, just look up there and keep smiling, keep smiling. He was an awesome cast member. He was hilarious. But, um, yeah, and he basically, I don't know if he's controlling it from the iPad, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was super cool. It turned out, I've gotten so many comments on that photo. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, how'd you do that? I'm like, well, you know, I just brought my drone. And, yeah, (laughs) I wish I could take credit for it. But it's just PhotoPass. Awesome. Those PhotoPass photographers... Even when we had them in California and Florida, I, I knew the story was going to go backwards. And I don't know if you'd agree with me, Pete, on this, but when they replaced them with the boxes, and I know they've kind of gone the other direction now, I just kept on thinking, oh, man, these are the people that make you smile. And and these are the people that make you really, like, treasure those photographs you had because they, like, brought the moment to you. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that, you know? Those are your best people. Put them out in front of people constantly. Don't replace yeah. them. There are areas you can like self checkout at the grocery store. I get it. I do. <laughs> but like, I I will say one thing. I think some of them need to be trained better. Perhaps. But when you get a good one, it's like that. When you get a good one, all of a sudden you find your family taking pictures with the photo pass photographer. You know, and they're part of the picture. You know, right, Tamara? We, yeah. Yes. When you, right, Tamara. When you get a bad <laughs> <Yes>. one. <laughs> When you get a bad one, they don't do things right, and your photo pass gets the pictures of the family that was in front of you in line for photo oh, pass. Yeah, I guess so. On the ride photos a lot. Yeah, too. that too. Like, Unless they're better photogenic people. Picture. I don't mind. <laughs> like, How'd that happen? We have a Christmas ornament that still has the people from the store in it. it is, it's, it's a good-looking couple. I refuse to take them out. Every year it goes up. They got a great picture. What can I say? I'm not going to take yes, it out. I totally believe that, actually. <laughs> Anyways, give us your... Oh, I do too. <laughs> I'll take a picture. I'll show you guys. Uh, <laughs> give us your ride highlights. What, what what did you go on that really made you laugh and that you enjoyed? Or what did you skip that you wish you didn't? Um. Well, at Magic Kingdom that day, we had a, we had a Fast Pass for Jungle Cruise. And that was my daughter's very first time 
and we didn't have the best skipper, so I was kind of bummed about that. Whoa. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Go back here. Go back. It was Sarah's first time on the Jungle Cruise? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I know. Hang on. So let's do this. So you're 10 out of 10 as far as, like, Disney fandom. What would mm-hmm. Sarah be? She's probably a 9.25. Good girl. How about mom? <laughs> She's a 10 also. Oh, okay. Okay, very good. Yeah, I probably could answer that question too. Pete, Pete you, <laughs> yeah. con- you concur with these numbers? These are all accurate? absolutely. All right. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So, how did she avoid the Jungle Cruise for all this time then? She's a thrill ride junkie, and she did not want to slow down. You know, and that ride is okay. not thrilling. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So, I'm yeah. sorry, you got a bad skipper. I apologize. Yeah, she wasn't super great, and it was really hard to understand her. Um, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's like they shove that, like, microphone, whatever, that microphone, like, in, yes. (laughs) So it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Um, Like our skipper that we had at dinner, because we had that first, so, so, so much better and so much funnier. And I was like, totally building up. I'm like, Sarah, this guy, you know how funny he is. Just wait till you get on the Jungle Cruise. And she was like, "Um, yeah, okay, mom, whatever. Oh, that's disappointing. Did she go on it yeah. a second time at all? To nope. Oh, oh no. So now she's got oh. a bad taste in the mouth for the Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, no problem. But, you know, we made up for it because uh, we also had fast passes for Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain. And Big Thunder is the best at night. So we, we have that one in the dark, which is awesome. Okay. Peter, what did you go on with the Spite Owls? Um, what did I go on with you guys? I don't know. Well, Splash Mountain, apparently. But was that was it that same? Yeah, it was that it night. It was? Okay. We went on Splash, and then I waited for you guys to go on Space and Big Thunder, because I didn't have Fast Passes. Right. We, oh, we went on um, Little Mermaid. Oh, yes, that's right. Were I you... was impressed that you went on that with us. Is there anything in the park you won't go on, Pete? Besides the teacups? In that part? Yeah. No, I'll, I'll pretty much ride anything in that part. Okay. All right. So you didn't have fast passes, so you guys went on space. Really cool. And was it just, uh, was was that a quick night because you guys were tired, or was that a long night? Um, I think it was, I can't remember how late Magic Kingdom was open. Um, I think 10. Yeah. And we, we didn't stay for happily ever after did we we just kept riding rides i think uh well we we didn't watch it but we saw, we, <laughs> we were there for it we were it. there for it yeah yeah cuz you were actually back at your hotel before i was on the ferry boat back to <laughs> my parking area so That's yeah right. okay so take us through the rest of the trip where did you go on the next day or what was the highlights of, of so the yeah the other reason we didn't stay super late that Sunday was because the very next day we decided to do the extra extra magic hours at um, Hollywood Studios so we could get into Galaxy's Edge at 6 in the morning uh-huh. so we got up really early and took the bus to Hollywood Studios and um, it was it, like Galaxy's Edge is super cool but we were so disgusted at how like we got there right at 6 probably maybe 6.15 we didn't have to really no we get we did get there before 6 because we had to wait um, before they'd even let us in and 
by the time we walked from the front back to um, Galaxy's Edge, the line to Smuggler's Run went all the way back to basically the exit that takes you into Toy Story Land. Like, it was ridiculous. Mm. And so we thought, you know, maybe let's come back. Because I, I, I hunch is everybody goes there first. So we went to do, um, we did Slinky Dog, and we did um, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. And then we came back and waited. And I think even then, it was like right before 9, which is when the park opened for everybody else. I want to say, I think we still waited like 65 or 70 minutes to ride Smuggler's Run. Okay. What were you on the ride? Uh, we were, well, my mom was a gunner. And Sarah and I were both um, engineers, so we had the back two seats, and my mom was one in the middle. And I will say that we got off, and it was, like, it was super stressful, because it's not like, you know, if you go on Mission Space, you know, you have a job, and you're supposed to push buttons at a certain time, but if you don't push them, it's, like, not a big deal. Well, if you don't push the buttons when you're supposed to on the Millennium Falcon... (laughs) It totally affects your ride, so it was mm-hmm. really stressful. Um, so, and I kept forgetting to like watch what was happening out the front window, essentially, like because I was so focused on pushing my stupid button when it lit up, and I was like, "Wait, I'm totally missing the ride." So we got off, and we were all kind of like, "Meh, like it's fine," but I'm not waiting in that kind of a line to do it again. And um, and then I had I'd heard if you're pilot, it's a totally different experience which it is we did spoiler alert we did go on Millennium Falcon again um, the last day of our trip and Sarah and I both got pilots and it was a total game changer it's way way better when you're a pilot is that a random draw guys Peter uh, Tamara is that like 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 how do you yeah it's yeah. it's pretty much random okay and you can't I, I don't even think that you could probably do the whole like can I wait for a pilot I mean you probably could but you'd be a total jerk for doing it if you had a big enough group that you could fill it ride by yourselves mm-hmm. then you could sit there and swap amongst yourselves yeah. so everybody could do what they wanted but Okay, hang I on. I think that'd be the only way to do that. Okay, so yeah. describe this in, in more detail. So how many people go on, like, so Mission Six. Space? Okay, so six. Very good. So what are they? What, what are the roles? There's two pilots, two gunners, and two and engineers. two engineers. Okay, so you need six people yeah. per time, and you're going to have a 33% chance of getting the pilot's job. Is the gunner's job more important than the engineer, or what is, like, the worst position to be in? Uh, I think the engineer is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as, like, seeing the ride, yeah, because you've got four people sitting in front of you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are these... Are, are, are How would you describe it? Like, like, like just the, the seating areas, are they handicap accessible? I think you would have to transfer out yeah. of a wheelchair. I'm pretty yeah. sure you do. Okay. Okay. So you've waited now how long you said about 65 minutes and you got off mm-hmm. and you were unimpressed initially, correct? Yeah, we were underwhelmed. We were like, "Meh, we don't have to do that again." Galaxy's Edge though as a whole? Super cool. Uh we tried both the blue and the green milk. Um the blue milk is my favorite. I like that better. Okay. Um like just I mean just um Pandora is one of my very favorite places in Animal Kingdom. Like, I could hang out in Pandora all day just sitting and just taking it all in. Star Wars is 
I would say it's even more immersive, but I couldn't, and it was cool. Um, but I don't think it's a place that I could just like sit all day and take it in. Um, okay. Describe your star Wars fandom zero to 10. Um, uh, maybe like a seven. Peter, I, I, you know, Peter, what would you say? Um, you? I'm probably in eight to a nine. Okay. Then both of you, please rank these four rides at the studios. Okay. So you're going to r- smugglers run midway mania, the tower rock and roller coaster, rank them. You want to go first, Pete? Um, I'm going to go tower. Number one or, or the last? First to last. Okay. I'm going to go tower, roller coaster, um, smugglers, and midway. I'm not a big Midway Mania fan, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in third place right now for you. As a Star yeah. Wars, as a as a eight to eight and a half, because you're a big Star Wars dude, I know you are. So. Yeah, the, I mean, okay, let's be honest. The ride that they opened with is like the JV team. Yeah. Okay. The Varsity <laughs> team hasn't started playing yet. Okay. Tamar, rank those. But it's coming. We we've got like a month and a half until it's open. So. My rankings are exactly the same as Pete's. Okay. Interesting, because you guys are both. Disney fans, you're both Star Wars fans, not super huge like ten out of ten Star Wars fans, but it comes in third. I mean, we're not we're not Tim Van Swole. You're not but, Tim. I was gonna, you know. I didn't want to point Tim out, but you're not Tim. Okay. <laughs> hey, Tim's coming down for one night just to go to Galaxy's Edge. You so, know what? I mean, and come on. I love it because I. I so I'm, I'm going to get to see my friends again. You will see Tim. <laughs> Him, he is as excited as it gets, and Amy is as excited as it gets. So awesome. Really cool. Okay, so what are you doing the rest of the day at the studios, or are you leaving the studios, or what's the rest of the day look like? Um, Well, I want to say one more thing about Galaxy's Edge and the um, immersiveness, so to speak. So everything is written in Arabesh. They did recently kind of change up their menus a little bit, but I had the hardest time finding a bathroom (laughs) because they're not... They're not the signage is not um you know your typical signage like it's so like on the one hand it could actually be maybe too immersive and it maybe took it a step too far um because it's really hard to actually know where certain things are like the droid depot and oga's cantina and all this like they don't necessarily have signage that makes it obvious um you know where what is what Mm -hmm. so um too immersive. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But um, so we, then we went, we took the Skyliner to um, Epcot from there. And I love the Skyliner, love it. And we were there like a week after the big debacle happened. And we were, so I was a little worried it wasn't even going to be working. Um, But I think it started up maybe the day or a couple days before we got there. So we were super excited to um, to take the Skyliner. It was awesome. No hesitations, though, on the safety of it at all? No. Yeah. Okay. And in the worst case scenario, you were prepared for that? You went to the bathroom before you got, got yes, on? Yes, okay. we did. We were, <laughs> we were very specific and purposeful about that. <laughs> 
Okay, very good. We stopped drinking, you know, an hour before. <laughs> went to the bathroom right before we got on. Pete, you know, we were very intentional. Pete, how many times have you been in the Skyliner? Uh, I still haven't. I almost actually went one night, and I was running late meeting up with Beth for the second-to-last illumination, so I had to skip it. Okay. But no hesitation for safety and whatnot? Just hasn't. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'll go on it. I just haven't had the opportunity to yet. Gotcha. Okay. So you're on the Skyliner. Describe uh, hot, breezy, comfortable, uncomfortable. What- um, did you see her video? <laughs> she, yes, but I'm trying to build. I'm trying to let her tell the story, Pete. I know. she's. It looked like a white snake video. There was so much wind in that thing. Man. I was going to say, you know. She described it quite differently, but I'm going to let her describe it, right? Yes. So that time we wrote it, it was lovely. It it wasn't super hot, and there was a lovely breeze. Made me feel like Beyonce. It was great um, coming through. So it was it was awesome. I mean, it was it was. I couldn't have asked for a better first experience on the Skyliner. It was it was magical. It was great. How how long? Where'd you get on and where'd you get off? Um, we got on at right outside of Hollywood Studios there and then gosh I'm trying to think I think it takes you to Caribbean Beach I think and you have to get off it's like a little transfer depot you get off it's super super easy to figure out it's very well um, the signage is super helpful cast members are amazing Um, so it was really easy to figure out how to get to where you're going so you you disembark then you hop over to the other line you get on and then this one took you so at this point because the Riviera is not open there is a um, a station there at Riviera but you have to stay on the Skyliner at least we did and it turns and then it takes you to Epcot okay so is that where you went that, that evening then yes okay so what was your plan that evening uh, we basically, um, gosh, what did we do? We did a lot of food and wine. Um, That's why it's a blur. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we really liked the sparkling blueberry wine. Like uh, We had a lot of that. Um, Was this the day I met you at Epcot? I think you met us on Wednesday. I think it was, yeah, it was Wednesday, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We went Sorry. to Epcot a lot because I was all about getting my um, my Minnie Mouse pass holder magnet and then my Remy pass holder magnet and then my Mr. Minnie Coasters. Mouse. Yeah. Okay. So we went at least four times to Epcot during this week. Really? Four different dates. Give me some highlights of the rest of the trip or perhaps some lowlights. I, I, had, I had seen... Your posts a little, but maybe slightly different. So, give us some highlights and some lowlights, please. I mean, you're in Disney World, so it's great, and I love Disney World. I would live there if I could. Um, I would say, you know, some of our highlights were, um, you know, obviously meeting up with Pete and Missy, and then meeting up with Christina and Michael and Jordan and my best friend in the whole entire world, Cameron. Love you, Cameron. Um, you know, seeing seeing my Disney friends was was fantastic um the halloween party is usually a highlight and this trip it kind of wasn't i was really disappointed um they're overselling it they've got to pull back on the number of tickets they're selling for this it was i mean 
I realize I'm going to sound like a brat, but when we first started going to the Halloween party, like the purpose was to just go on rides. Like they were literally like walk on, or you could literally just stay on it. And that is not the case anymore. It was never less than 35 minutes to ride space mountain. Mm. Um, I think it was, uh, uh, gosh, I want to say maybe we had a, a 30 minute wait for, um, seven dwarves but the the wait times are still really long and the one thing because i almost didn't get tickets for this party um i was considering not until we saw like oh they've changed the fireworks so i really wanted to see the fireworks and i didn't get to because it was so crowded and the cast members were not doing a great job of crowd management like they had the tape on the ground that was you know, this is a walkway, this is where you're waiting, and they were not enforcing that at all. So it was like, we got, we were trying to follow the walkway one, and we ended up in this middle of just constipation of people, (laughs) and I thought I was going to have a panic attack. Like, it was, like, the little safety officer in my brain just started freaking out, like, if there's an emergency, we're all dying. Like, it was just way too crowded. Okay, so what's changed? Because that's still expensive. Is it the is it the, the Halloween party pass? I mean, what's what's changed? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about that. That could be. I think, I think you know, people wanted to see the additions to the parades. Uh, they wanted to see the new fireworks, but they're just, there's too many tickets being sold. It was I mean, I, that's really that's what it just boils down to. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think the first Halloween or the first Christmas party is already sold out. Good lord. So, so how much did it cost you, Tamara? Uh. If you don't gosh, mind. I yeah. I I feel like it was closer to a hundred because it was at the point where there was no longer an annual pass discount because it was late enough in October that. AP holders didn't get a discount. Okay, so it's three hundred dollars for you to get in, and you left feeling that you definitely didn't get your money's worth. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a matter of selling too many tickets; it's a matter of the ticket then not costing enough. You know, that could be. Whoa, whoa, yeah. What do you work for them? No, I'm. Think about that. I mean, knock it off, <laughs> Pete. They're not voluntarily going to hard cap something if they know they can sell more of it. So either they have to hard cap it, which probably won't happen. Well, that's well, what they used to do was hard cap it. Well, why not raise the price? You know, and it has the same. Then people like me want to tell them where they can go with their higher price. <laughs> yes, but there'll be people that will pay it though. You know what I'm saying? Tamara, I remember having this conversation with you and we might have this discussion on the air about something else. But if it meant, again, if Thanos' snap came into play (laughs) and and you could remove half the people but you had to pay 50% more or double, would you consider that? I mean, that's a lot of money now but you can remove half the people. Would you consider that? Hmm... Because that's what's going to... That would be the only possibility. Pete, they voluntarily are not going to cap it, you know? It's just not smart business when, you know... Until they get enough people complaining to them about it. I don't know how responsive Disney is to that. that. Is that the case? They listen to those crazy people still want Maelstrom. 
and taken Frozen down, but then <laughs> that hasn't. Sorry. Yeah, we're the minority. Don't worry. <laughs> sorry, big guy. Sorry, big guy. Um, you know, would would you pay fifty percent more, Tamara? Oh, that's really hard. Um, uh, maybe. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying that. If it was considerably smaller crowds, maybe, but not. I would not pay double. I mean, a hundred bucks a ticket is. Yeah, to me, honestly, I'm I'm a little surprised because you, <laughs> you love Disney, and and you're you can be critical of things, but I usually see you really positive. I mean, it, we, yeah. we we all are kind of cut from the same cloth, but when you just spent three hundred, and for me, it would be five hundred, Peter. You know, and for you, it's two hundred to leave there anything other than oh my gosh that was so fun and i know there are other days that might have been a better situation maybe some random monday in late september but not good for 300 bucks. yeah and i wish i could tell you that that was my only negative experience on this uh-oh. trip chris uh-oh okay well we're here vent away let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's talk about it let's see what we can figure out maybe i'll raise some more pricing let's talk about i think it. this one's gonna hurt my heart a little bit well yes yeah, so there's two of them i'll save the one that's gonna hurt pete's heart for the second one so the other one is and it was really more an issue in magic kingdom than anywhere else and i think this also added to my frustration with the halloween party okay like i am all about um you know, you going with a big group and your family and like once in a lifetime trip, that's awesome. And I'm excited for people who get to do that. But people need to understand the etiquette of how lines work for attractions and rides. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a few years ago, we were, um, I want I think we may have been at the Halloween party and Ant and Vicky and Ben and Ava Wells from across the pond they were there and we were all excited to meet up with each other and we ended up all in the queue for Pirates of the Caribbean but like you know with all the switchbacks they were quite a bit behind us but we wanted to ride with them so instead of calling instead of having them bust through the line and come up and join us we stopped where we were let everybody else go ahead of us until the Wells family joined up with us and then we oh you mean you used common courtesy I did yes okay how dare you I know I was trying to model the way for others um but I'm telling you Chris like so many times on this trip we had and it was huge parties like parties of 10 12 14 at one point that like two of them are way up ahead and like that a ten of them are like, excuse me, excuse me, you know, busting through their way. It was, it was infuriating. I was just like, no, this is not how this works, people. Okay. <laughs> and there was a lot of that, so I think that really, really made me mad. Like, I don't know if if Disney needs to have maybe some cast members that are kind of helping with some of that line management, um, but it was they've got to do something about that because I mean it got to the point where I almost thought about going to guest relations and complaining, but I was like, eh, what are they going to do? You know? Yeah. So. It, uh, ooh, Peter, what do you think about this? <laughs> if it were up to me, I'd daze people that were trying to cut in front of me like that. <laughs> okay. It's just it's rude. For mm-hmm. one, you're not the only people in that park. You're not the only ones there trying to have a good time. Wait your turn like everybody else. Okay. You're not the most important person on the planet. Okay, so... I don't care what your mother told you growing up. You're (laughs) not the center of the universe. (laughs) Mini brainstorming session. Besides having people, what else could 
Disney do? Just thinking about this, that like would would help control this. What 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 could they do? Because obviously the queue is there for a reason. There is ropes, chains, whatever barrier they put in to make sure you stay in this line in fashion. What else could be done? Walls. Well, not not chains, not ropes. You'd have to have solid walls. That's the only way to do it. Oh God! Because then people can't hop over or go under. Was was that your question, Tamara? Did they go hop under or go no. around, or they just they just walk past? No, you? they just walked right past. They literally just pushed. Oh yeah, no, I just don't let people go past me when that happens. Well, you're um like twice my size. Hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm that work so, for me. <laughs> so what I'm getting at here is actually, you know, I, I don't know if this is a possibility, but I'd have to look at a current brochure. But in Major League Baseball, in the NFL, they always put warnings up about unruly fans and text here, you know, for this information. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they'll deploy security guards or whatever to come over and assess the situation and and usually it's alcohol fueled you know or a guy's got to fight hey, with somebody you i'll know? volunteer i'll be line enforcement you, you know what i'm, I'm saying? sorry was, was this person in front of you when you got in the line oh Correct. good then they should stay in front of you no get back where you were now here's the only problem never is there any higher expectation on anything else that you're going to do in that year minus a wedding legitimately that you will have for vacation than at Walt Disney World. Everyone feels like empowered because they all and just entitled, entitled, because which is one word that irritates me to no end. You know the what word the, entitlement, uh, Peter? I, I don't disagree with you uh, at all, but realize the costs because Tamara's yeah, got a valid. Everybody problem. else incurred the same cost, uh, brother. I hear you. I want to try and think of a possible way for us to resolve this. You know what I mean? So Tamara's got a valid situation. How do we fix that? And you know what? Everyone that's listening right now is like, yeah, as much as we want to listen to the dubs and be positive, which we always are, everyone would put their hand up and say, yeah, that's happened to me. You know, I've had the family go past them, you know, so how can we creatively stop them without having some kind of crazy scenario or, you know, because you pull the family out of line and you talk, that's going to blow up for him, that, the other, what do we do? I, I guess that's a solution. You know, we have to figure out a solution for that. So, anyways, I'm sorry. That's number two. What's number three? What else went wrong? Well, no, that was number one. Number two, there was really well. I guess besides the Halloween party, yeah, then the line jumping would be number two. Or is Peter tasing people number three? What 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 is it? No, that actually would I would maybe pay to see that. Uh, see, see. <laughs> that's oh my how, God, that's my how I can get my like my salary too, man. All right, all right. What's number three? So, number three. Are you ready, Pete? I know. So, we have this restaurant in Animal Kingdom that I have eaten at many times. And I love it. And the food is always amazing. And 75% of the time now, the service was amazing. Was being the operative word. (laughs) Not as at Tiffin's. Okay. So Tiffins, so, and, and what happened? So my mom has a um, a food allergy. She has an allergy to onions, and I, I mean, our server was she wasn't rude, but she was not attentive. We explained, hey, you know, my mom has this food allergy, so here's what she thinks she would like. Um, you know, usually in Disney World, when you have a food allergy, they send the chef to your table, like they are so on top of it 
we didn't see the chef one time. And this, my mom attempted three different entrees on the menu, like, to order. And the gal took her order. She'd go back to the kitchen. She'd come back, like, ten minutes later. Oh, actually, there's onions in that one. So is there something else you think you would like? Like, uh, okay, well, do you want to maybe find out from the chef what doesn't have onions and we could like pick from there? And it was just, it was, it took three times of her going back and forth to the kitchen. My mom tried three different entrees. Finally, the chef just decides to create something totally off menu for her, which ended up costing more than any of the other entrees that she had picked before. It was totally bland. Like, it was just not good. Mm. And then in the meantime, you know, she like our water wasn't getting refilled. I ordered um, a kind of pricey wine flight. My mom ordered a glass of wine. My mom got her wine. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Fifteen minutes goes by. Still no wine flight for me. And I'm like, excuse me, can you? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. Just really slow, slow service. And um, you know, she wasn't rude, but just not attentive. Um, and, you know, a part of me wonders, because my daughter wasn't feeling super hungry and also being vegetarian, there was very limited options for her. She ended up going with, like, um, like a cucumber tomato salad and some other thing that were, like, appetizers. And so I don't know if this, if the cast member was like, well, you know, that girl's just ordering appetizers and, you know, my tip isn't going to be very great, so I don't care. But, I mean, my mom and I ordered expensive mains and an um and an appetizer and alcohol like so I don't know it was just super disappointing and so then I think it was the next the next time we were in Animal Kingdom we decided to go to Nomad Lounge which is connected to Tiffins same awful service different server but just super duper slow like just the it was dirty it I was I was so mad. I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm coming back to Tiffin's or Nomad Lounge on our next trip. Okay, a lot to unwrap here. Okay, so, <laughs> so Peter and Tamara, if you had a valid concern about something, what's the best way to handle it in the parks or the resorts? Where do you go to actually vent your complaint without going and airing it on Twitter uh, for the general masses, which won't affect change whatsoever? How would you get this resolved? What would you do? I mean, personally, I would have just gone straight to the manager, but Tim, what, what would that's, you... that's me. I, I'm, I don't have a problem calling somebody out to the carpet if their service is not good. Yeah. Okay. But how else could you take care of it? Would you go to guest services? Because everyone has probably had a bad experience, but not quite sure of how to complain. And that's the first thing is... Mm-hmm. So, uh, probably... Asterix right here, you know, what do you do if there's good service? How do you how do you praise yeah, yeah, yeah. for that? So I actually did the same for both. So I usually will go onto Twitter and do the hashtag cast compliment, which I do multiple times on our trip. Like I at least send one of those out every day because the like ninety five percent of the cast members are amazing, amazing. and deserve mm-hmm. yeah, deserve that kind of recognition. And so um I'm not a negative person so even like complaining about this right now on the show is making me feel really uncomfortable no, no. um <laughs> that's, but, just, that's me and pete that's okay very good go ahead <laughs> um 
So I did go to Twitter um, and just said, hey, you know, usually I come on here and to give cast compliments. Like, what's the best way to handle something that, you know, was didn't quite meet our expectations? And um, whoever the cast member was at the time monitoring their Twitter account, I did the, what is it, WDW? WDW Today. It's not that anymore. They changed it. Oh, which did they? Is also an issue for me. Yeah, because uh, they didn't tell anybody they changed it. No, they didn't. And now the interaction you get, I think it's WDW Guest Services or something like that. Um, they're much less helpful, and it's it feels very generic, even though they like sign their name to it. Whoever it is that's replying to your tweet, I don't I don't like this new Twitter account thing they've got going on either but um and so they responded to my tweet and said oh well here's a link you know you can fill they said we usually recommend that you you know go to somebody in the park but it, by this point I it we were back at the hotel and because I wasn't sure I was like maybe I'm just tired and cranky maybe it wasn't so bad and then as the night went on like my mom and I just continued to like just go back to like I can't believe how awful just our service was at Tiffin's like we just kept getting more and more upset because it's not our usual experience you know like we have Disney we they usually have amazing customer service so like it kind of took us a while to actually process like no that actually was awful like (laughs) that wasn't well yeah because by the time you and I talked about it you were even you said like yeah I got to call WDW Dine and like talk to somebody about it yeah it was you know it, it just took some time to process but anyway the gal finally who tweeted back at me she's like oh i use this link and it was basically the same way you go through their website to like send them any feedback about anything or ask a question about something like it was just and i did i i i typed up a letter essentially through this link and sent it and i have yet to hear from them okay so, Peter and Tamara, I realize in hearing this, you know, we always want to put a constructive spin on everything. This is not good. We should do a show on how to file a complaint the constructive way. So, in, in everyone's jobs here, we all deal with customer service one way or another. A policeman is inherently customer service in one fashion or another. Tamara's job, customer service. My job, customer service. Even Peter, to a certain extent, is customer service. Peter has job. He has there are people you know that that I, I would I wouldn't say customers, but you know what I'm saying, Peter. It, it, mm-hmm. Customer service, though, it, it deals with a few different key pieces about you know staying calm and your expectations you know clearly verbalizing what was what wasn't met what you expect a resolution to be you know I, I think we should do a show on this and it would be helpful because there are people like you guaranteed that have had this before and mm-hmm. not quite sure who to go to or whatnot so all I could say is I'm sorry that I didn't meet your you know your 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 ideas of what it was going to be because can I just throw a ballpark number at you? That meal probably cost you well in excess of a hundred and twenty bucks. Oh, uh, yeah. that, that was probably closer <laughs> to two twenty. If I, if you're being completely honest about it. Uh, yeah. And Nomad Lounge cost you what? Can I ask? Fifty oh. bucks. Well, let's see. My mom and I both got adult beverages. My daughter got a small plate and like a non-alcoholic beverage. So I want to say it was probably sixty-five or seventy bucks. Wow. 
So mm-hmm. you, you're you're in the whole three hundred at this one place to be relatively unhappy, and three hundred at the Halloween party. This is an this is an unlike you experience because you. I know. Okay, interesting. It hurts my heart. <laughs> This is not the Disney that I'm used to. Okay, but hey, we had really good maple syrup at Epcot. <laughs> yes, we did. Hang on, yes. So we're not going to end like this at all. No. Give me two things that like really blew you away. You said, "Yes, this is why I come back. I need, I need, I need something to, I need something to refill my Disney soul here." Yeah. Help me out. So, Galaxy's Edge, even though Smuggler's Run was just meh. Um, so I had a reservation and I went to the Droid Depot and I built myself an R2 unit and I play with her every day. <laughs> and like just today, Brett was like, I cannot believe how much you play with that thing. He's like, I thought you were going to build it and it was going to sit on a shelf in your office. And here you are playing with it every day, you know, terrorizing the cats, chasing them around <laughs> with this R2 unit around the house. Um, that was awesome. And um Galaxy's Edge was great and I as a matter of fact um I have talked so highly enough about it and shared enough pictures with my husband that he said um yeah so are we going to go back to Disney World this summer? Mm, nice. Brett yeah. Okay so your husband's Brett what's Brett's yeah. Disney fandom 0 to 10? Uh Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe a 1. <laughs> Is it a Okay I think that might be low. It, it's got to be more than a one because okay. he's been a few right. times, right? He, he he loves Flight of Passage. Um, you know, he he got spoiled on this past summer trip, which Pete and I have talked about before. Um, and, okay, maybe it's like a three or I don't know. He doesn't, he's not a super big ride person, but he loved Flight of Passage. Okay. And he really enjoys Epcot, and I think he's going to love Galaxy's Edge. So I expect that that number is going to increase significantly after our June trip in 2020. Yeah, that arrow's got to be pointed upward at least, right? I mean, it's it's three going up at least, right? It's just, you know, a matter of time before I can convince him to go DVC, right? (laughs) Okay. Very, very good. (laughs) So... You renewed your annual passes. I didn't hear you say that Sarah has an annual pass or your mom. No. Just just you? Just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom uses me for my annual pass discount. She's a shopper. But you <laughs> go down for like institute training and whatnot. So right. I understand the value of that. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Uh, interesting. Peter, do you have anything to say about her customers? Did you see any of these customer service experiences that she had down there? No? No, um, I didn't. I saw her after the experiences. Actually, I was with her right before one of the experiences. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Well, I think we definitely ought to do a show about that, about how we can contact people and ways to frame... I don't even want to call it an argument, but ways to frame your frustration and 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 tell your story so that it's re- it's received well, as opposed to using Twitter. And I'm not not even saying that like the Disney, what is it at WDW Guest Services is that the new Twitter yeah. handle? Uh huh. Be- because everybody in the world has a gripe and they go to Twitter immediately, and it's not the way to have an argument. If you want to have a resolution and not be the king of snark and the king of like just spewing foul there is a way to actually give good constructive negative feedback and how, yep. to, how to do that is, is is a skill so definitely okay anyone have any questions for you how can they get a hold of you Tamara 
Uh, well, you can always find me hanging out in the Edcott Facebook group. Um, otherwise, I am on Twitter at WDWPhotog or at Magic Mara Designs. Um, or you can find me at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. Okay. So, briefly, if you've stayed with us this long, tell us about Magical Mara Designs and what it is. And in full disclosure... Tamara is one of our closest friends, and she helped sponsor the show. Um, but even if she didn't help sponsor the show, she's still one of our closest friends, and we would still do it. So tell us about it, please. Yeah, so um, I basically, you know, I love the Mickey and Minnie ears and, you know, would buy them in the parks before, but they would always be so uncomfortable. They'd give me headaches um, that I just decided to, I started making my own with a different type of headband that's a lot more comfortable and it fits a variety of different head shapes and um, led to make custom ones. So um, yeah, just basically I make custom Mickey and Minnie ears uh, on headbands. What does that mean? So do you have any stock like right now, things that are available right now or what does custom mean? Uh, well, custom means you can literally send me um, a message and say, like, I, I made some, hey, my favorite character is Jiminy Cricket. Can you design me a pair that are inspired by Jiminy Cricket? Or um, I, my Maleficent headband is my top seller. Um, that's the most popular one that I have. And it doesn't matter what time of year. It's not just for Halloween. Um, I've got floral ones and um, fabric ones and um, kind of a, a wire one as well. Okay. So I, I have a question for you. I wanted to actually buy a pair and use as a giveaway. And Peter, I mean, you know long about this, long about me. I've always been fascinated with peacocks. And I would, oh. I would like to have you develop a pair that is based on peacocks with a real peacock feathers. Could you could you do that so for me? evil. You're you, so evil. What, what, what? I just want to know. <laughs> Would you do that for me? I mean, I'm, you know what? I, I'm a paying customer. Yeah, right? I know. She, she would do it for you. Custom, she customer. will charge you extra for the you mental trauma and anguish. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes, I would. You'd have to pay for all my therapy. 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 <laughs> Big guy, how could uh, people get a hold of us? Um, well, I, if you can message me on Facebook, I'll give you Chris's address, and then you can go find Chris. Just send me mail. Um, mail. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're on Edcott. We're on the WWVU Facebook page. We're on our own personal Facebook pages. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on. It's, I don't. I don't know what else. We've Everything forgotten. Else. We're on so many places at this point. <laughs> yes, we've forgotten. Uh, Facebook, right, Pete? That's the best place, right? That's yeah. The Edcott group for Facebook or our uh, the Dubs page for Facebook is probably the easiest. Outstanding. Uh, one last plea if you've been with us this long write us a review we are getting so close to 100 reviews we've got 215 episodes out but we would love to hit uh, 100 reviews before Thanksgiving we're getting really close um, leave us you know, some words of what you think of us um, we would certainly appreciate that family friendly please folks family friendly words absolutely <laughs> so for my friends Peter and Tamara we'd like to thank you we want to wish you a great day. See you, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>